I'd like to speak today on why is God about to bring an end to work? He's going to bring work to an end. This is very important for people to understand. There is nothing, nothing, no investment program, no anything that you can do right now to keep you from going broke. Because this is the time that God said the war is coming. This is World War III coming up on us at this time. But God gives us a promise, but we just will not believe it. First, you must know that this is the night of the day of the Lord. I've spoke on it so many times. I've shown you the scriptures. I've proven to you from the scriptures exactly why this is the night. And he tells us a warning in John 9. He says, this is in John 9, 1 to, let's, let's read uh, um, up to, well, let's read verse 12. It says, now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth, and his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, Neither this man nor his parents sinned, but that the works of God shall be revealed in him. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with his saliva, <clears throat> and he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. Therefore, the neighbors and those who previously had seen that he was blind said, Is this not he who sat and begged? Some said, this is he. Others said, he is like him. And he said, I am he. Therefore, they said to him, how were your eyes opened? And he answered and said, a man called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said to me, go to the pool of Siloam and wash. So I went and I washed and I received sight. Then they said to him, where is he? And he said, I do not know. See, you can go ahead and read the rest of it because they, they complain bitterly about him healing and so forth about this. And they mock this man that uh, Jesus could heal him like this. <clears throat> but understand that Jesus spat on the ground, took the saliva, and and uh, did this. Please understand that there's a lot of meaning in this whole thing. But the most important thing is that you must understand is that he said in the night, it's coming a time when no one can work. No one can work. I don't care if you have investments in Wall Street, if you have properties, if you have gold in your backyard, if you've got you know, coins saved up, silver saved up. No matter what it is, you're going to be out of work. The bartering of the coins will last a little while, but people will throw that into the streets. Because what's coming is something far worse than all of that. God is going to bring his plagues on the earth. And like I've been saying in Jeremiah 16, 14 to 16, there's going to be a time that's like nothing in Egypt. See, Egypt, those people lost everything. Their land was destroyed. Their crops were destroyed. Their work was destroyed. They had to start from scratch. Even their leaders were destroyed. The same is going to happen this time, only far worse. Because God is going to com destroy even the complacent ones. See, he took his elect out of the city and then he destroyed those people. He's going to do the same thing in the night here. He tells us in Luke seventeen thirty four, the separation judgment comes in the night. And everybody thinks, I get so tired of hearing this. People are talking about, oh, the rapture's coming. I'm going to be taken out of here at any day now. It is not happening. You do not know the scriptures. You think you know the scriptures. You think you're rich in the scriptures. You're foolish. 
I'm sorry, because you will not believe the Lord. The Lord says no man is going to work. He didn't say I'm going to remove the Christians and, and they're going to work. What he's saying, he's going to separate them on the earth. He said he's going to put them on the right and the left. He didn't say he's going to take these up to heaven. No, you've got to go through the purification, the making white and refinement. You have to be spotless before you can go up in the rapture. And we are not spotless. We are filled with sin and people don't believe they're filled with sin. But look in your wallet and look at the currency that you're carrying and, and using as an exchange currency. You cannot go to heaven until we have made the king of kings our king and established his kingdom on earth. Why have we been saying the Lord's Prayer? Because he's going to seal the people who will come out, hear his word, and establish his kingdom on earth at this time. In the midst of that kingdom, we'll be raptured those who are refined only. Right now, the lukewarm church is going to be punished. The lukewarm church that believe they know the scriptures, they will not receive reproof, they will not hear, and then they come back and say, oh, we got to love one another. If you love one another, you're going to stir up love and good works for them. What is love? Jesus said, you don't love me if you don't hear my words. If you make known the words of God to them, then show them the way that they can escape all these troubles, as in John 5, 24. That's love. At a time when they're about to be destroyed, in a time that they're about to receive the wrath plagues of God, in a time where they're going to be set apart and lose their children, in a time where they're not going to be able to work, in a time where food will not be available to them, you love them if you give them warning and make known that knowledge to them. You're loving them. You're showing them a way that God reveals in the scriptures is the only way that they will be blessed at this time, that he will provide provision for them because they will not be able to touch his oil and wine. But you do not have the right oil. You have oil. You have words of oil, but it's milk knowledge. He will not give his knowledge to those who are only weaned on milk. His holy knowledge, that is set apart, that oil that will shine during the night, that oil which will provide provision when there is no work. The only thing that will work is his words. He's not asking you to go along with your technologies and your farming equipment and all this other stuff and bring it. Now, why is he doing this? Why is he going to eliminate the work? Because of us. You know, we have allowed the food supply to be destroyed. We have not cried out to God. We have not gathered in our churches and called a revival. Because why? Because I saw a list from the system. They had put at like all the major universities, Nasbury Theological Seminary and all of them, they put their people in charge. The people who will do whatever they say because they get grants for the colleges. They get buildings and they get grants from the government and all these things that build up their churches and so on. All that's paganism. All of that is walking in the way of the world and walking in direct disagreement of the instruction of God that's given to us in Revelation 18, 3 and 4. And the FDA, as I've told many people, it's on the record and people have testified to it and people even in the system testified to it. The FDA was formed in 1948 to destroy our food, which destroys our children. And now we have criminals like John McCain, Joe Lieberman and them who are trying to destroy the labeling of organic food so that we're forced to take this pagan food that's destroying our nutritional value. They're criminals. Because they serve the devil and they walk after the harlot and they love their positions. They love their positions to death because they're going to get the plagues of death. The plagues of death is leprosy that's going to cover their bodies and they're going to wither so they have to lay on the ground. That's what they're going to get. If you think they were, they were injured in the war before and so forth, that's nothing. They're coming against God and God has his plagues. And that war against God, they cannot win. Those plagues are certain. 
and they're described in the Bible, and they're coming upon all these who walk in fornication with these leaders of the world. The Monsantos and the Crown Trust and the economic financial system and the Admiralty Law System and the pretend common law courts that are really nothing more than Admiralty Court laws, contract courts. They're not legal laws. They're not lawful, just you know, laws. And the lawyers and the prosecutors and the, and the judges are all participating in the clerk of courts and all these people. And the people in charge of the record keeping in the counties and the states and so forth that hide the birth certificate truth. All these are criminals. They're all serving the devil. They're all going into the, into the punishment of God's wrath. Read Hebrews 10, 25 to 26. You can't get away from it. And one of God's wrath is this verse in John 9, uh, t- uh, 9 4 and 5 tells you that in this time of the night, when he seals his instruction, it's at that time that he removes their ability to work. He's going to bring all work to an end. And he told us that Ezekiel 38, that the harlot has been preparing herself. He gave her the instruction in 38.7 for her to prepare herself. And when we hear that the enemy is preparing themselves, what should we be doing? What should the church has been doing? They should have been getting the words that overcome all evil. The words that overcome all these things that the, that the, the harlot could possibly plan. See, Gog is the meaning of Gog is king, king of the world. It is not Russia. All these and people don't even believe God. When you go to Zechariah fourteen one, he says, "All the leaders of all the nations are coming against you." I worked with these people on the inside at the highest levels, and what do they do? They're all united in one. They control all the nations. They signed a law, the Sea Treaty. I've told people, and they don't want to believe it. They don't like the messenger, and they don't even like God, because if they loved God, they would hear His words. John fourteen twenty three to 24, they don't love God. They love themselves. They love their pride, their arrogance, their foolishness. God says, don't be so foolish. Don't be naive. Don't be simple. Proverbs 1, 20 to 22. And he tells them in 23, if they will not turn and receive the knowledge of his words. In verses 24 to 33, he says he's going to laugh at their calamities when it comes because they rejected his knowledge. What is his knowledge? Knowledge is based upon the words of God. Read Isaiah 28, 9 to 13. Read the thing that gives you everything you desire. In John 15, 7, it says, abide in his ways and abide in his words. And what you desire will be done for you, but you don't abide in his words. You don't even believe his scriptures. You don't believe his instructions, so you don't even follow his ways. Revelation 18, 1 to 4, says very clearly, do not follow any of these leaders of fornicate with the harlot, the city of the harlot. All you got to do is look at your currency and you see that's a harlot. All you got to do is look at your Capitol building and see the statue of Jupiter at the front door, the God of war. And you can see the United States has led the war because the Crown Trust set it up. All you got to do is listen to the truth. It tells you that Washington, D.C. is set up as a separate corporation and it's a, it's a country. I mean, it's a sovereign nation all to itself. It is not part of the United States. The Crown Trust owns it. And there we run our government. There they run all the people. And you're not Americans. You're not even considered American by them. You're considered a citizen. A citizen is a different word than American. It's a different thing. That's why they capitalize the letters. They do the tricks with the letters and so forth. That's evil. That's deceit. God's, God's language is never hidden. It's there in the scriptures. And he gives you one one thing, one requirement. You have to believe on the blood of Jesus and you have to believe in the words of his voice and discern them 
And then if you call out to him, he'll make his words known to you. But you don't discern that he's speaking words. You don't discern that his thoughts, which are framed in words, his ways, which are framed and explained in words, are higher than yours. Therefore, you think, oh, I know this word. I've heard it. I've seen it in the Bible. I've, I've read these things, and I understand it perfectly. And you're a fool. Sorry, that's foolishness. God says don't call people a fool. I'm very sorry about that. But he also says they are foolish who reject his word. They're walking with the foolish. So I'm begging you, please listen and obey his instruction. You know, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you, this is your situation. You're going to go to this war and you're not going to be prepared. And you're not going to work. Your economy is going to bust. Your work jobs are ended. God is going to show you that the technologies and everything else you have will not work because everything he owns. He's the copyright holder and every one of the particles listens to him. So even your machinery won't run. It's going to be suddenly nothing works. You have a printing press to make books and sell books. Your printing presses won't run. The trucks won't run. That's what's going to happen. All of a sudden, you're going to find out. God says no man will work. He means it. He's not lying to you. He says no man will work. He's going to cause them to be moved. Don't be surprised if they have to walk where they're going to go to get their punishment. Or they're going to translate them into the middle of the sea just like that. God says he's going to drive them far away. Doesn't say how he's going to do it, but you know the Spirit's going to take them. They're going to go to their punishment. And he's going to send most of the church out there with them. The lukewarm church, if they will not repent, is going with them. They will not hear the truth. They are, there's people out there, just loving people. You want to help them. You praise them. You, you love them. But they will not hear. Their pride and arrogance is so heavy, so thick-headed, they will not hear. They are just like the Israelites come out of Egypt and come to Mount Sinai where God was present and he wanted to speak to them his words and they didn't want to hear it from him. Oh, no, no, no. Let us hear it from Moses. He's trying to give you your inheritance. You're just Esau's. Esau didn't want to receive it, didn't care about it, didn't think it was important. It's only what overcomes the world. It's only what makes you like a little god. A son of God, John ten thirty four to 36. But you can throw it away. You can ignore it. You can say, oh, I don't need those words that created the world. I don't need these words that cause all things to be, to be done, that all things are made in these words because they are set apart on a higher plane. It's not like the words of your pure language of the earth. It's like the words they had at the Tower of Babel, the one language. They misused it so God confused their minds and took away their ability to understand his words. It's going to be like that at this time. There'll be people with the words and they want their own ways. And it's going to be removed from them. Because why? They're like the Tower of Babel. They're wanting their ideas, their ways, and they're, they're wanting their things done. God has a kingdom to build. And he's called people to follow him and build his kingdom. He's going to call the humble, the pride. I mean, the humble, the poor, the, the, the injured, the diseased, the rest of those people that will hear him. Those that need him will hear him. But most people, they want their own way. If they, you know, I want to, you know, I get so mad at the prophets right now that are calling up and, you know, they're talking to these prophecy places and stuff like that. And they're saying, oh, prosperity is coming. It's not coming to those of the world. Jesus said in John seventeen seventeen, he requires it. He asked the father to require it at this time that the people set themselves apart from the world by truth, which is his word. They think they got his word. They think they're rich in the stock market. It's going to go bust. It's all falling. 
I've told you, I sat in meetings. They are going to destroy the, the stock market. They're going to destroy your economy. They're going to destroy your work. They're going to remove all that. God's allowing this. He's bringing them forward. They're going to do all this damage. He's allowing them to have their will because he's allowing us to do it. See, the harlot, it tells you in Revelation 17, came from the waters. And who are the waters? It's the nations, the multitude, the peoples, and the tongues. Their languages, their words. That's, that's what you've allowed to have destroyed us. And that's what's destroyed us. Admiralty law has destroyed us. Contract law has destroyed us. Because it's all based upon deceit, oppression, evil, wickedness, lies, and theft. It's of the devil. What else would you expect? When you go to London and you see the crown, everybody worships his queen and the rest of it, how horrible it is that they worship her. How horrible it is. Think about it. Here you have this person that's running this evil empire. Even her husband's been talked about for years, been saying he wish he could come back as a virus and kill 95% of the people on the earth. You know, what, a, what kind of attitude is that? What kind of mind do you want as a husband to the queen who's the most important, powerful woman in the world? She's got a genocide program. I've told you who's running it and, and that that person reports to her, the Rothschilds. They run the world. The Pope works for them. The Vatican is, is a horrible place. This Pope is doing, I mean, climate change. He's going to make his preachers teach climate change. Instead of teaching that the words of God control the worlds, and if we, you know, it's like you can talk the word peace. If you have the right to talk in a pure language, you can say to the ocean, peace be still, and it'll be still. You can ask that mountain to be moved. You think you can't make the clouds to be asked to come into place? God has shown people this will happen, but he's not going to give them the right to do this in the night because he's going to take the right for his words away from them. He's going to take the light out of them. It's just like he's shown some of these prosperity preachers back in 2009. He showed them. He's going to take the light out of them. He's going to put that in an iron cage, locked, uh, turn his key and lock it. And it's going to be cast out into the bottom of the ocean floor. And they can join it. They can go out there and get that light. What, what is that light? When a light of God is put into a cage, it means that he's, he's, by his word, they're going to be punished. It's like when you go into the prisons of God, his word goes with you, but it's not for good. It's for punishment, that you will always learn his words in the prison of God by the punishment that comes upon them. So when he cast it into the bottom of the sea, it's just like he's saying, hey, you're going to the same place the Pharaoh did. You're going to go receive your punishments in the bottom of the sea. But they're not going to be able to die, though. He's going to cause them to receive of the plagues of the leprosy. But his leprosy is cesarean. It's far greater, far more damaging, far faster than the, than the leprosy that we know of. This is, you know, you could call it leprosy on steroids or leprosy on, you know, 100 times magnification. It's going to be that bad. The boils will be covering their whole entire body. Besides their limbs shrinking up and the disease and making it look white. No, this is coming so that it's, it's a horrible leprosy. It's, it's horrible. The skin just deteriorates away. And it'll be pus and everything just pouring out of these people. That's what's coming. Please, God is doing this because we've allowed this to be done. We don't want to believe the scriptures. We don't want to believe in him. So work is going to be ended. He's going to show that by his words, he controls all things. And he's going to command the particles not to move. So machines can't run. You know, fuel won't burn. I mean, it, it, God's going to control everything. 
And he says they will not touch his oil and, oil and wine. Those wine is those with the inheritance knowledge, you know, the ones that have the knowledge of the eternal plan of God and live it. Their eyes always see in the way of the words. They put the words on their doorstep. They walk and do the things by his words, just like Daniel, just like Joseph and so on. Joseph had a horrible time with all of his brothers. They didn't want to get the knowledge of the words, just like Jacob and Esau. But, you know, Joseph had the, these 11 brothers that did not know. The 10 of them were, were bad. And, you know, the ones led by Leah's children, Reuben and Levi and Simeon and so forth, they, they were bad. They weren't doing the way of the words. They didn't try to do it in the way of doing good for others which is an example of the leaving Shechem and going to Dalton with the, with the animals when, when uh, Jacob had clearly sent them to Shechem. They just went where they wanted to go. They won't obey God, their father. They will not. You know, the, the instruction of their father had a purpose in it. He's being guided by God. And they don't ask him, now, Father, we don't think that's going to be good for us there. You know, they, they don't listen. And they weren't trying to work on the kingdom. And Joseph, that's why he said, go see if it is good. In other words, are they doing good or not? And see if the animals are doing good works. See, they, the animals, if you take dominion over them, you utilize them to do good works. And they stir up the earth and things come forth bountiful. But they weren't doing that. They weren't sent where the Father had sent them, where God had blessed them. So they went another place. It's the same with us. We, we're we taking religion. We want to build big churches because all oh, we can get the youth in, but we're not teaching them anything. It's overcome the world. Instead, we're teaching them what's going to allow them to be destroyed. They're going to be complacently waiting. You know, they, the harlot has been preparing herself, but we haven't been preparing our churches. We haven't been preparing our people. That's what I'm trying to say. The congregations are not prepared. They do not understand, and, and they've been falsely guided by the shepherds, the end-time preachers. They've all been told there's a rapture. There's all been told that the seal judgments was the force four were the four horses of apocalypse. It is apocalypse if you won't believe them. But if you believe them, they're spirits of great growth. Doesn't the one, in, like in the first one, it tells you the words are open and you can get the crown of life. The second one tells you you get the great sword, which is the wisdom of God, the words of wisdom. And the third is you can get the oil and wine, which provides good works and knowledge and make things grow. And the fourth one is the counsel of the Lord. If you fear him, he's going to give you good things. He's going to give you good instruction. But, you know, these people are not listening. That's why he said it's the one-fourth of the people are going to be destroyed by the, the fourth seal judgment because it represents that fourth counsel, his counsel. They rejected his counsel. And that's what the shepherds have done. They rejected his counsel. That's what the people are doing. They, they're listening to shepherds that are not paying attention to scriptures, and they're ignoring the scriptures that clearly say we have troubles at this time. Didn't he say in Luke 21, 34 to 36 that we're all caught in a snare at this time? Didn't he say in Zechariah 10, 4, he's angry with the shepherds? 10, 3, uh, he's angry with the shepherds and the people are in the goat herds? That doesn't sound like people in the sheep herds. <laughs> they're not following the Lord's voice. They don't hear his words. And therefore, they're going to get what they desire in this time. And that's destruction. If you want complacency and you don't want the kingdom of God to come on earth as it is in heaven, if you want to escape uh, to the rapture thing, you're going to learn the way that you have to be purified through the hard way. You're going to have to go like the people of Israel had to go 40 years in the desert and die and let their children go in. Well, these people at this time are going to go through the plagues. It won't be near as long. It's only going to be about 21 months. But 21 months with leprosy 
that's a heck of a punishment. That, that's, that's terrible. That's worse than being in prison. Your body is withered away. Well, I hope this is a wake-up call that people will understand. This is coming. And I've told you, I've sat in meetings. They are saying they're going to bankrupt all the nations. They're taking away, and they're taking away the sovereignty of the nations. You will not have America. Climate change is a lie. You know, whether it's cold or, or hot, it doesn't matter. You can speak to the, to the earth and the earth will come out forth abundantly. And God would not put the promises, all your desires would be done for you if there wasn't a way to bring forth the good weather. They are manipulating the weather and they, they don't have power right now, authority to do so. They're doing it because we allow them to do it. But if we come out, God is overreigning at this time. This is his season, his winter. And he's, he's given authority. But he's also given the thing that he promised God in John seventeen seventeen to let the people be set apart by his word, either set apart or they're, they're sent into the punishment. And as he says in Proverbs 1, 20 to 33, he will let them be punished at this time. And he says that again in Revelation 3, 14 to 22. He says it in Matthew 7, 21 to 23. There comes an appointed time that God has set from the beginning and nobody can change that. Jesus will not change that because he will not change God's way. So we pray that the people wake up and realize there's nothing you can do. You can't store enough food. You can't you know, buy enough stock. The only thing you can do is turn and get the knowledge of truth. Whatever it costs you, go get it. You have to get the knowledge of the words of God and don't go chasing pastors that have no history of teaching you the words of God. Queen of the South is up there judging you. What are you going to do? Are you going to go find out the knowledge of the words and seek it out? Or are you going to sit there and spend all your money in the world? Enjoy yourself. It's New Year's. Enjoy yourself in the new world order because that new world order is going to kill you. It's going to destroy you. It's going to bankrupt you. It's going to take away your word. Lord, I pray that they will hear your word and come out and start to believe you, Lord, instead of following people that are just walking in simplicity. Lord, you said that your words, when they enter the word, gives light and gives understanding to these simple ones. But they will not receive your words, so they cannot receive understanding. And therefore, they walk and continue to walk in simplicity. Even saying, hallelujah, we're going to be raptured. Amen, we're going to be raptured. No, you're not. Your only hope for rapture is after you get through the plagues and, and you realize your, your sins. And then if you come back, maybe God will let you come up with his people. But right now at the separation judgment, that's not going to happen unless you turn before that time. He warned you, come out before the winter. Where are you supposed to come out to? Rapture? No, that's not what he's saying. Come out to the words, John seventeen seventeen, Joel 2, 12 to 20. Be sanctified by his words. We praise your name, Lord. We ask you, Lord, to cause your people to be moved. We thank you, Lord. Please let them hear the truth, Lord, and stop believing this simplicity that's being taught in the churches. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> 